Your show's rubbish. What's your meeting, by the way? 4.30. Okay, well, we'd better crack on then. Yeah. All right. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to... Uh, well, well... Oh, God, let me start like no, this. Are you... Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Hello, I'll everyone. Welcome to something. the DJ... Okay. No, go on. Okay. Just, okay. just, just <clears> go for <throat> it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Detroit Spinners podcast with Miles and Gary. Gary, it's been bloody ages. It's been a while. It's I've been forgotten a while, how right? to do this. I've forgotten yeah. how to do this well. Did we ever really know? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, How's uh, it going? What's been going on? Not too bad. I've had a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on with uh, work, which I call work. It's actually uni, but it is work to me. Wow. Um, life things. Um, yep. Yeah, but in general, you know, keeping my pecker up, as my grandma says, keep your pecker up. In what concept? What concept? <laughs> I don't think she means keep maintaining an erection. Put it that way. No, and don't nudge your granny when she's having a shave. Absolutely. That was yeah. another one. Good reference there. Oh, God, I am so... I didn't... I was worried that I wouldn't be able to do this because I've had a lot of food. We did three introductions, basically. <laughs> um, I made a really luxury meal because I know we, we're going into lockdown again. Obviously, people will know that from tomorrow or when Thursday, whenever it is. So I thought, oh, let's have a really like, luxurious meal. So I had like duck leg, all right, <laughs> some roasted potatoes. The confit. It wasn't quite confit, but then we had some roasted potatoes and some. I made a homemade apple sauce. But now I'm just so sleepy. <laughs> I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to get. You like you're like a big snake. As Steve, know. You, know. you know when you just you feel so. Why do you feel really sleepy after food like that? Because, because it's exactly that. The blood goes from your head. I don't like the thought goes, of that. Your, goes from your arms as well to your stomach, but that doesn't really make any difference. But it just goes from your head, so you've got just got less blood in your head. Yeah. So, so if I just <laughs> I'm inoculated or if I just fall down, you'll know why, because I've been digesting food. I think a lot of listeners will would not look badly on that. <laughs> I think a lot of listeners would quite like that. And a lot of listeners also would like if I fell dead. What? <laughs> just you no, know, because I think a lot of the because I think there's I don't know. Which is this gonna get good? When is this podcast going to get good? I think a lot of listeners prefer you. A lot, of, Some prefer yeah, me. That's not and true. the ones who prefer... Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway. Let's do a uh, poll. No, that's the one poll we will never do. No. Anyway, Mars, 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 we, we're just chatting. What is... what? I mean, we haven't been on for a while. What is this? What is this podcast? What, what, what are we doing with it? Oh, Let's do a little reintroduction. A little okay. one. Okay, so the D-Chart Spinners is a retrospective love letter all to the ricky gervais show that aired on uh, xfm between 2002 and 2005 and essentially we're going through all of the episodes one by one and we're applying our thoughts and our own theories and looking sort of wider around the shows and the context of the shows we talk a lot about the radio and how much we love radio and we also like to get your feedback and opinions on the show and that's very important to us does that sort of about sum it up gary would you say i'd say that is uh, adequate okay so great you can do it next stuff. time <laughs> no, i'll do it next time but yeah absolutely it's uh, and when we go through the shows 
although we're going through the shows in chronological order, when during each show we don't really go through the show in chronological order. We just it's a bit it's a bit sporadic. It's a bit all over the place. Before you'll know. If you haven't, hello, you're statistically only going to listen to this episode. So I don't need to because we've got analytics that tell us that. Uh, no, that's, that's not. That's not true. But yeah, so uh, this this week, I think it's episode 32, I believe. 34. I did listen yeah. to the right one, I'm pretty sure. But um, OK, episode 34. Was the, Could you give us a little summary of that episode? Absolutely, I can. This week we discussed episode 34. Christ, episode we discussed. Leave episode, it in. I'm leaving it in. This week we discussed episode Episode 34, 12th of April 2003. <laughs> Can't talk today. Ricky, Carl and Steve break the law on air. And and for the first time, as Carl gets curious about the extent of Darren Brown's powers, I'll put a link to the original show in the description. And uh, once you've listened to that, you can join us for our little debrief. And welcome yeah. back. Hi. When we last joined our, our heroes, because um, it's been, we've had a little break and it feels like, Ricky, Steve and Carl have had a little break because the previous episode we did Burgers and Grapes where they tried to break the world record. And as we come into this episode, they've had a little bit of a bust up, would you say? Well, yeah, it's, it, they've uh, a bust up in the vein of all of their bust ups. It's kind of like they're still, you know, they're still friends, really. But it's a genuine kind of anger and angst. Yeah. From Carl towards Ricky and Steve, uh, particularly Ricky. Um, it is it is one of the classic lines. Um, and it was difficult to sort of keep it serious when I'm saying stuff like, I'm sick of you putting a Burger King back in the head. That's, that's one of the classic lines. I mean, I had that for my favourite quotes, but I knew that would come up before anyway. So, yeah, they've had a bit of, I wouldn't, yeah, it's kind of a bust up. Ricky upped his um, antagonism of Carl. They, they, fully, they fully talk about this in a minute. And Ricky... Ricky is such a fucking he's so antagonistic because he even says like I wanted to know where Carl was going and he told me and that that spoils my fun I want him not to like it like he genuinely yeah. he doesn't just antagonize him he genuinely wants him to not like it and he but the good thing about Ricky is he's very honest about that like he's he fully says it most people wouldn't say that but I but think he starts off straight away doesn't he because he goes why did I annoy you? Why do I annoy you? And then Carl goes, oh, what, do you want to bring it back up? I think Carl was happy just to move on and to let bygones be bygones. But Ricky, Ricky knows loves talking about yeah. He loves being a little Sarah. He's Mr. Yeah. Ladle. Mr. Yeah. Ladle. Yeah. Mr. Ladle. <laughs> it's a comedy character. What are your yeah. initial thoughts, Gary, Forrestal? It's a good episode. I like it. It's, it's kind of in, in several different bits. And each bit kind of quite interesting. Like, they have the Darren Brown talk which is kind of unlike anything else they have because they don't always talk about meeting people or meeting Darren Brown so that talk is quite unique to this show it's not my favorite bit of audio ever that they've ever done at all but it is it's quite interesting it comes together well it's like a show that's in different pieces really good monkey news solid monkey news you've got this Burger King bag on me head at the beginning Darren Brown um different sections of as well around that and um yeah i i've i like it I, I quite like the darren brown chat i think it's it's different to most other episodes i think the darren brown is probably this this episode is notable for me because i love the darren brown chat like you do and i think this is probably my favorite monkey news of all time he backed and out I, yeah it back what do you mean it backed out and then uh 
the the other bit I really really like about this episode is the horoscope chat. Um, I find that very very funny. There's a couple of like absolute zingers like that Carl versus Steve, you know. But let's go back to the Darren Brown thing because he's who is Darren Brown for people who don't know who he is. Darren Brown is um, I don't know what the best actual word to describe him. He's an illusionist. Um, he is in some parts magician, mind reader. He is an incredibly talented individual. I I admire him so much, and he's he's done very well in his life um, because he's become incredibly successful. And to to pinpoint it back then in 2003 when they were recording this, he was quite well known, but not that well known. But he's he's kind of become stratospheric um, since then. And I would urge anyone if you don't know who Darren Brown is go to watch some of his videos he's- there's a brilliant um episode but he did ages ago on channel four where there's a bloke and he's playing like a zombie arcade machine darren brown comes over and hypnotizes him and he basically takes him so he falls asleep and they pick him up and they put in him they put him into an empty warehouse that looks that resembles the game completely and it's like a zombie shootout game <laughs> and you've got all these people that are running to him dressed in rags and covered in blood and he's been given a gun obviously a fake gun but he obviously imagines that he he thinks he's in the game when he wakes up again and And then he does exactly the same thing the zombies slowly congregate to him clicks him out and then puts him back into the game and when he goes over he says how's the game oh it's really good basically he pretends to read minds yeah always says he pretends He's done a good work on exposing people who genuinely claim they can read minds and actually take money off people to give mind readings and like to, you know, if they're in difficult situations to speak to their loved ones. You know, he's a he's very much a skeptic in that in that vein. I think that's probably what attracted Ricky to him. I don't know how they became friends, but that fact is probably rather than the actual illusion comedy whatever i think the fact he's a real skeptic of ghosts religion and and horoscopes you know yeah he, he would he's completely against it so yeah uh, he's a he's a very good guy and it was just so interesting to hear that he met carl you know I, well, definitely someone that would have been in, of interest to carl to have met and maybe not carl's dad because he says ah it's all been done before it's all been done before no but <laughs> carl kind of but he's saying about they, they they go through this trick and the trick he he gets this trick straight away doesn't he? But then he goes on to talk about the envelope where they actually break the law on air. And that, do you know what? I've actually looked into this. It is actually legal to break the law because apparently bit of prep that I've done, Gary. The Postal Services Act of 2000, all right, clearly states that it's certainly illegal to open someone's post or delay it reaching the owner. The act says a person commits an offence if intending to act to a person's detriment and without reasonable excuse he opens a postal packet which he knows or reasonably suspects has been incorrectly declared to him and it is a crime and apparently you know you can go to you prison for it newsreader then like I think, first, no i'm like trevor mcdonald quite a lot on the show and sometimes you stumble a bit sometimes you don't or you you sound really awkward when you're reading something out sometimes but then you were like yeah. that was like you you were like um, a barrister in court yeah well, that was exactly what I'm doing. That's exactly yeah, what actually, I'm doing. I like, uh, it's funny how like Ricky goes Wah! when he's saying about slagging off Andrew Phillips and not and you know not being scared about swearing on air. However, 
This is the time when Ricky's scared. Actually, he's like, "What? Well, you do it. You do it. I'm not doing yeah, it." Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, they're sort of hamming that up a bit. I, I don't think any. Would of... you do it? Would you open up? Would you open someone else's mail if I gave you, like, I don't know, your next door neighbour's mail? You wouldn't open it, would you? But you've got no, no reason. No, I wouldn't open my next door neighbour. But no, if it's for someone you know, they've moved. Um, it's 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 on. It's it's for a radio show. That obviously doesn't make it. Wouldn't be a good excuse in court. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. What do you think about that? Actually, the letter because I have gone through different periods of thinking there is something about that that is just too that works too well i'm not sure what it is did darren brown send the letter so they are carl is no hang on on. carl's coming up with a name completely at random and it happens to be harris Harris, and then he gets a letter for a miss harris that's never it never lived at his address apparently according to him i like what he says did you ever i think i think there's a boat called Mr. 42, Mr. and it's like Yaki Shoki or something. It's just Shoki. Yeah, but that's a great line from Steve, Mr. 42. Yeah. Then it, and then it happens to be a dentist letter so they can do the faulty tooth. I I don't know. I, I, I don't doubt that... Yeah, but you wouldn't, never, you wouldn't say faulty tooth as, you know, a compliment parts or as a phrase for someone with a... You'd say rotten tooth or something like no, that. No, I know, but it gives you the opportunity to say faulty tooth. Like, it's just so, quick. It's just sharp, isn't chance, it? What are the chances? No, I know, but what are the chances he would get a letter from for a Mr. Harris and it was to do with dentistry, which gives you the opportunity to do full tooth. I don't know. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. What do you think, listeners? Let us know. No, let us know. What, you know, because I'm sceptical, but I don't know... It may well be all legit, but it just seems a bit too... I think sometimes, you know, you're it's, it's eager to think it's all planned when it works so perfectly, but sometimes the great things in life do just happen perfectly. No, no, no. I, yeah. Fast. I'm a big uh, I'm a big believer in that, Mars, as you know, like I'm, I'm, that's why I, I plan so vigorously for this show. Cause oh, I yeah. Well, I see what you're looking at your notes now. No, no, no. I'm looking at a message. Oh, anything good? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'll come to that later. <laughs> there are other bits that are like, uh, well, coming back to the start of the show where they're kind of making up and resetting, and, and uh, Carl comes back to, he allows Steve on the quiz team, which is, which is great. He came back begging, didn't he? It was literally begging, wasn't it? Yeah. And, uh, the sort of power that Carl had, and how miserable Steve would have been to not have been allowed onto the. Uh, the pub quiz. Which one, one of the few things in life that Carl actually controls, you know, he, even he's like head of control on the radio station. He hardly controls anything on the show, but he has that level of authority over Steve. And that, <laughs> that's what's funny, because it's embarrassing for Steve that Carl has that authority over him. And it's like <laughs> he's not happy about it. But, you know, you wouldn't be, would you? If someone kicked you off the quiz. No, absolutely team. not. not but it's, it's for good reason. That yeah, got... <laughs> it's like telling off your kids. And also... It would be quite nice to outshine someone on a pub quiz because Carl's going to be useless. Steve's actually going to be pretty good. I love it when, um, you know, when Ricky says, when you were sort of counting the money in front of me, they've said this about twice. And he says, do you have to pay tax on that? Yeah. And I've, I've done a bit of research, Gary, and the answer is no. Winnings are not taxable, so you do not need to declare them. No, Likewise, but, you won't you know, get any are... rebate against your losses either. So no point in declaring them either. Other things that aren't taxed? lottery winnings which i know you you've won something on the lottery 
I won 130 quid. Don't boast about it. What are you going to buy with your 130 quid? More lottery tickets. Yeah, or a cab to uh, no, literally an airport. More, more lottery tickets. Yeah, I, I can buy. I can afford the cab to the airport, but I can't afford a plane <laughs> ticket anywhere. So, but you know, because we have American listeners, apparently our American listenership overtook our British listenership, and I would say winnings are taxed in america and if you go on to a game show and you win say something that isn't money but you say you win a a big a nice car yeah you have to before it's even released you have to pay the taxes for the winnings of the car so you actually end up down there's some families who win stuff on game shows and, and they can't actually all. take the prize they can't take the prize. and if you win on who wants to be a millionaire in huh? america you also pay tax on it but here you don't anyway what were you going to say i was going to say so towards the end i think we're going to we're sort of wrapping up and, I, and we could still to come we've got our favorite quotes and um xfm in the community where we read out your feedback gary do you want to know what your horoscope is there's a chat towards the end of the episode and it's uh they talk about the zodiac signs don't they oh sorry no i was just going to say because when they talk about horoscopes i think it's something to do with a few weeks ago you said that was your least one of your least favorite parts of audio they ever recorded i can't remember exactly what it was but for this one you said off air and i'm sure you say on it as well but you you said that's one of your favorite pieces of audio when they're talking about horoscopes because yeah, it's the big it's it's the Carl, anything Carl versus Steve, I'm gonna like immediately. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good. And it's such a terrible thing that he says. Says Daniel's a special prank because you got special eyes. <laughs> like, what kind what of does that even mean? They say that. What does that? It does, and it's true. What does he's just it scrambling around for something to say? It's like, yeah, he's he's got this funny thing with Steve's eyes because it's funny to take the piss out of Steve's eyes. You've got two avenues you can go. You can say how little he can read because he's uh, he obviously needs really thick glasses and can't see anything. But Carl often goes on because his eyes are so big, like he can see things <laughs> like superhumanly <laughs> because his, his eyes are so big. Um, it's just funny how Steve's eyes. Oh, be- he's such a. Oh um, no. So yeah, Gary, you're a Taurus, aren't you? I'm, I'm a Taurus. Okay, so this is from um, Mystic Meg, the old classic She's Mystic still going. Meg. She's still going, but on yeah. web web form. Yeah. It's a web form now. So it's, here we does go. She take her clothes off for money. I'm just thinking what how she can possibly make a living doing this. She probably does make a big living because people, a lot of people believe this bullshit. But anyway, go on. What's they what's happening for me today? At last, your mind is clearing and the next step in a creative process. It's important to follow your head, but do leave a little corner for your heart too. Passion is so full of life, ready to reveal romance in unexpected places. Has she met yes. me? <laughs> yes, this can include a meeting or conversation you're not lo- you're not looking forward to. Now, you don't look forward to any conversations no. and I, I don't think you've got a heart either. I have a heart and it fun- it pumps blood around my body yeah. um, and sufficiently detoxifies it as it goes. And that's exactly. all my Quite heart. Quite a literal does. kind of I heart. No mythical heart or a metaphorical allegorical heart. heart. Yeah. No, I do have a heart, but I'm not, you know, I'm not big on passion. I mean, I, you know, I can be passionate, but um, <laughs> I, I certainly wasn't planning on being having any passion in the next day or two. <laughs> but um, Or yeah. the next month. What's your... Um, What's your horoscope? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm Capricorn. Sixth. You should know this because, you know, you're pretty good at birthdays. So you should remember okay. when significant people's birthdays are. Well, I do. I came to I went to bloody spa. Oh, yeah, people, of course. Right? <laughs> um, OK, this is from Allure.com. Yes, it starts. Yes. Yes. 20 wow. asks a lot of you, but it's only because the universe wants you to become the best version of yourself. 
yeah. all the personal upgrades you've been making start to pay off. He got his shares through. So that's yeah. <laughs> Circle Saturday, December the 19th in your calendar. Generous Jupiter enters progressive Aquarius and final... He enters him. And financial blessings come your way. Well, yeah, he got his shares. I, I got, he, some shares. got some shares. He doesn't even know how much what they are or I how they work or I, have any interest in them. Yeah. It's free money. Yeah, so there you go. Allure.com got it right. What's, your, your, what's, your, what's your horoscope at home? And we'll read them out live on air. Yeah, please do. If you want to send us audio clips of yourself reading stuff, it could be, you know, the Bible. A horoscope, whatever. Any audio. We're going to play some today, aren't we, Mars? We are going to be playing some um, some audio from uh, a listener, which is coming up now. Hey, you guys. This is Aaron. Just sending in a little XFN quote for you. I think Miles mentioned a few episodes ago that he really likes season two, episode 38, which is one of my favorites as well. So I've chosen a quote from that episode. Uh, Ricky goes, 20 quid to take off one shoe and one sock, but like you mean it. You look me in the eye and go, what lovely ankles. (laughs) Um, And as Carl's doing it at one point, he says, you've got nice ankles in that. And I just think it's hilarious, and and the fact that Ricky is genuinely uncomfortable when Carl was actually doing it was just priceless. He actually felt a little bit bad, like he was degrading Carl. But then, of course, he carried on and later suggested Carl swap pants with Steve, so there you have it. Um, I'm really loving you guys' show. All of the episodes right now are really from that golden era of XFM, so it's, it's been fun to listen to, and... Yeah, keep up the good work, guys. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. That was very kind of you. Totally agree. And actually, I think I, well, Miles said about the socks and ankles, but yeah, Series 2, Episode 38 is one of our favourites, both of us. It's just after the award show where they didn't win yeah. even a bronze. and uh, got nice toes on that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic show. But thank, thanks for sending the audio. That's very kind of you. And, yeah, uh, thank you. Wait to hear an American, American accent. I, just, <laughs> I, I can't, well, I, I, that I clearly can't well, do. At this, at this time, you know, as well, um, in America. Um, shall we do some of our favourite quotes? Yeah, let, well, actually, I was just, I just wanted to bring something up. Go on. I just wanted to talk about Darren Brown for a bit. <laughs> Um, you didn't feel like you, you did may, that You may notice earlier that I said something about Darren Brown at the beginning of this show. I actually said about three times as much, but Miles said, Miles said, oh, you're waffling, so I've, I'm going to cut it down. So, so it's just like... Miss, anyone who wants me to sort of say to them personally <laughs> or text them or, or email them what I was saying about Darren no, Brown, we'll let me a... know, let me know specifically, and I will do that for you. But Miles has censored me. I've been censored. It's not fair. It's not right. Move on, move on. This is not a spin-off Darren Brown podcast. No, okay. Start that when I get back off holiday. Oh uh, well, that was yeah. That's one of. That, I was going to pick that one, but um, uh, has has this been? I was sort of thinking, has this been some sort of experiment? That's a very good one. That's good. It's just so funny the thought of those sixth form students walking around XFM and the sort of shit that's going on in the studio. Like if wobbling around your muff, minge, and tits doesn't make you a hoe, then what does? What does? It's all about. It's all, that quote. It's all about the what does. What does? Wait, it's also it's, funny as well because they use that snippet in a bit that they send to um the sony's as if that was like the best of yeah, XFM yeah, to try and joke. get a fucking sony that's a joke 
that, yeah, they didn't actually send that to the Sony's. Of course they did. I reckon they did. No, oh, no, they God. didn't. It was a joke. They 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 put it. You see, Ricky says, "Oh, but, uh, look, just play a bit. Play a bit of what what we what we are about. What we said." They put that together for that show. Anyway, they didn't send that to Sony's, but yeah, good tip. Muff tip. Muff a muff as well. Oh, it's like, but they put muff in the office, didn't they? Like, yeah. I can't believe he said muff. Yeah, it was difficult to sort of keep it serious when I'm saying stuff like, I'm sick of you putting a Burger King bag on me. Ed, I know. Which, like, we've all, I already said chat. earlier in the show. Imagine that as your life, having those sort of conversations. I tried not to, and I thought of them more. Thought of them more, yeah. I like that. I often, when I first started listening to those shows, and for the first few times I listened to this particular show, I always thought that was... I tried not to, and I thought of them all, and I, and then anyway, I, I sort of realised it was yes, I thought of them more because I always thought that doesn't really make sense what he's saying there, but yeah, it does say I thought of them more, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, two on there. <laughs> we Hootie two. Yeah, he does a good one. He does. Don't a good... say interesting like that. Sarcastic, <laughs> by the way. I I caught that. I caught that. Um, that doesn't only, make the show. I'm not. I'm well, not we're talking about that. Darren Brown again. Not only was he good at magic, but his maths was brilliant. His maths was brilliant. I love that. That's my last quote. Um, don't get him on a Tuesday. It's he loves a bit of haddock. And that the the second Ricky likes putting haddock. Yeah, he likes putting haddock in those little acting bits. <sighs> Wouldn't you let her have one if she? If she? Yeah, because he, he just about gets there. Oh, there's there's some things that I'm too scared to post on the Twitter, like um pictures of the the kids that are aging really bad. No, I just, no don't. Yeah, we never would do that, obviously, because it's just it's terrible because you do laugh at these things. And it was funny actually. Well, it's not funny, but there was that woman, you know, the head like Bo Selector woman. Even yeah. saying that, I feel bad. Yeah. But she, because she actually wrote a um article, didn't she, complaining about it? And her, I don't know if everyone's read that article, but it's really it's hard to read because it's yeah. it's so awful because you love the show, but, but it, when it's a real person at the other end, it's no. like that's why you can. I think it's better to take the piss out of, of stuff like like not take the pit but to gently kind of tease about say the Chinese community, even though there's a billion of them. It's 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 almost fairer and kinder to do that and make make fun of that rather than make fun of, of one specific actual person because when it's an actual person there's an actual face. Oh, I look forward to getting a it billion emails fun. from all of the Chinese people in the world. No, I, I'm not saying <laughs> flooded on our inbox. Um, you know the way I mean it, it, the way we all love that he does. It's only it's only teasing, but, of he, course, but, yeah. but he shouldn't do it with a particular person. No, uh, and just my last quote to go along with that one is no, I probably wouldn't. I like what Steve said. No, probably. Okay, that's all my quotes. If you've got your, if you've also got your favourite quotes, or we've missed any out, let us know. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna. This isn't like a quote that a funny quote, but there is a little. What I've realised after a few times listening to the show, it Ricky makes a real dig at Steve, and I never noticed this before. Uh, When they talk about passports expiring, and he says they do. Ricky says no passports expire, and then he goes, they're not completely stupid. And yeah. he, that is to Steve because that's a they back, talked about Steve, a, um, Steve forgetting his passport. That's just an interesting little quote that they, I like. It's like they move, they move on so quickly from that. It's never like registered. Yeah, it's not, it's stuff. not reacted to it. So I, I, it, I just passed me by for the first few times I listened, but I did notice that recently and 
quite liked it. It's funny. It's good. Well, we also like people reacting to the things that we say in our regular feature, XFM in the Community. This is where we ask our listeners and fans of the show to email or tweet us your feedback and things you've been enjoying, uh, things you've been not enjoying, <laughs> what's been going on in your life. And interesting, interesting. Things around it. Interesting, all right? guys, interesting. And structure sentence <laughs> there's been a lot that's been going on actually during our, our absence and so i've i've put together sort of uh, a nice sort of round roundup of um uh, what you've been saying firstly uh, there's been a lot of people saying how much they enjoyed our chat with lisa ullman if you if you haven't heard that do do check it out back on the podcast and lisa ullman's was the executive producer of the animated show the ricky gervais show this is from alex hi all that was amazing listening Lisa, thank you so much for bringing this to life and exactly how you saw it. Your passion for the three of them clearly shines through. The audio was in very, very safe hands. Top work, Miles and Gary, finding her. Great guest. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate that. This one's from Jason. Hello, gents. Just wanted to say I really enjoyed your latest episode with Lisa Ullman. It was great to hear how much of a fan she was of the guys. Great interview. Thank you. A lot of people commenting on our interview skills, Gary. It was, uh, I mean, it's something it's we, only a we few both enjoy. years away from getting on Graham Norton's couch. After breaking into his home and sitting on his actual couch. That's the only <laughs> way we're going to get there. Yeah, no, we, I think we both, we enjoy interviewing. We're not like seasoned, practiced interviewers, but we just try and create a very relaxed environment. And um, that's and sort of very loose. We don't plan the questions and we, we kind of enjoy it. So it's, it's, I'm not saying we did a, fantastic job but it's nice to know that people kind of like the interviews and also liked Lisa because Lisa was such a nice person yeah she was great she was so chatty like the other two people we interviewed Richard Anderson and uh Andrew Phillips both cool both no you know cool people in different ways but Lisa was a genuinely like yeah nice person so um, it was a pleasure to interview her and thank you for your feedback and erin uh, who we just heard in the break which you heard her actual voice this is her email voice <laughs> miles <laughs> i like really miles. enjoyed <laughs> miles i really enjoyed your interview with lisa ullman i've watched the animated series time and time again it inspired me to watch it again now i loved her enthusiasm and the story about being in the office with all three of them that was great i think i'd fate that's that's the dream isn't it um it's just so gratifying to hear that someone has such passion to begin with and was a mega fan as she put it i think that really did make a difference in the quality of the show True fans like us can tell. It really was made with love by someone who really, truly cares about our beloved trio. And then she got, she just tagged on this at the end. Dude, my mum just literally said, yeah, I remember when I was in college, the bar stayed open till two, but the gay bar stayed open till four. I don't know why, and I'm holding back so much laughter now. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Was that on your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. You should get Instagram, Gary. Yeah. Well, I actually, know she only addressed you, not me, but <laughs> that maybe it's because it's your Instagram. Yeah, no, thanks, Erin. Uh, well, thank you on Miles's behalf because it was just to Miles that. <laughs> but no, thank you for your quote and uh, for your comment, I should say. And um, yeah, absolutely. She she um, she really took care of that audio and created something as be- the best thing you could possibly create from that audio, I think. And uh, that's very funny about yeah the gay bar iron and her jeans it is true yeah yeah it's true even in america well georgie <laughs> we know um then on to a like more uh sort of general xfm related feedback 
I have to say, I have to give a massive shout out to uh, Accidental XFM. Some person, some very cool person, has um, put together an account which basically and posts memes related to the show. And basically, oh, is, that, is that the one that's got more followers than us already? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. But they, um, they, he or she said, we'd just like to say a big thank you to Miles and Gary at the D Trout Spinners podcast for keeping the XFM magic alive. Love your shows and can't wait for your triumphant return. Thank you for plugging our show. That's great. Thank you. What is I his, would definitely his, plug his, your. It's just we, we're going to have to refer to this person as Accidental XFM. Oh, is that the like handle? Yeah. Okay. Well, whoever you are, Accidental XFM. Thank you, and it's good to have sort of collaborations with these accounts. Absolutely, and, and we're we're all collectively keeping the the fan flame of XFM alive. This one's. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't remember how to do. Okay, so here we go. This one's from Luke Linares. Still loving the show. Just finished episode 16. On one of your earlier shows, you were talking about phrases from the show creeping into your everyday vocabulary. On that note, I have a bit of a running joke with a friend where we use the phrase, I'll play a record, Carl, to basically mean stop talking shit. (laughs) Let's just move the conversation along. Works well, but very niche if your other pals haven't listened to the shows. Also, I think... Uh, one of the podcasts you briefly mentioned this but steve definitely uses the words arbitrary and interminable an interminable amount sorry to point this out because i promise you you won't be able to unhear it now that is arbitrary arbitrary i've noticed i know he says interminable at one or two points but arbitrary yeah absolutely but yeah and it's good thank you for getting in touch with um a comment about one of our earlier things we put out there because i'd love to hear people sort of using these phrases from the show and one of the things that's good about it is because because 98 percent of people won't know what you're talking about it's like you're in an exclusive little club and you can kind yeah. of use them either to yourself and only you know what they really mean or with one other person who knows what they mean and it's like it's a special thing it's like a it's like i don't know it's like getting i think there should, should be some sort of codes like when you meet someone like you say do you ski yes or no and if they say yes you know what you know you're in good company yeah, no, it's, it's it's very exclusive. It's like getting a subscription to Tatler or <laughs> or such other magazine. Um, but yeah, thank you, Luke. And we've got two more. Um, Luke, this one's from Luke Underhill. Write the show, guys. When I heard you had Dickers on, I had to give it a listen. I've now followed the podcast on Spotify and I'll listen to many more as I potter about and that. Keep thank it up, you twonks. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> That's our second Luke. Z-mail. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a bit Luke heavy. We're big. We're big with Luke. Can we get some emails from people not called Luke, please? <laughs> I, I'm sick of it. No, no, no. Thank you, Luke Underhill. Appreciate your comment as well. This Sorry. is from a, someone called Gersey Dave. I've just discovered your podcast. I'm a massive fan of XFM RSK. Cannot believe you interview uh, Dick, Dickie Anderson. Lots of people are coming to us through our Dickie Anderson, but I yeah. do recommend uh, go back into the archive, listen to everything which we put out on Apple, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms. Yeah, like, genu- genuinely, that's a really interesting interview. I, that I think a fan of the show would like, not because we did, I'm not saying because of our job was so amazing, but it was just so interesting to hear from this, what is to all of us, a, a, this mythical figure. who's completely behind a screen and we never see we don't hear we don't hear anything of him and it was just so interesting to see and to hear him and to hear what he had to say about the show and things so yeah absolutely check out the dickie anders interview absolutely now we are coming to the end of our of our return gary is there any other business you want to come up to or shall we 
I was just going to say, like, I don't know if can can listeners spot? Do you think that we recorded this on two separate days? <laughs> we started recording it on uh, Tuesday, I think, and there was uh, some issues, some problems, basically. Yeah, there was with me, oh, no. and um, it was noise issues, basically. So we we're doing this on Friday, but um, yeah, hope hopefully the join is quite seamless. But you know. Yeah, where's the joint, Gary? Shall we do? I want to. I want to wrap it up because I'm bored of talking to you, mate. Yeah, you shall do that we, every week, mate. So I'm, you, bored, I'm bored of you saying that. <laughs> shall we do the Detroit Spinners Library? Yeah, I've got one this week. Do you really? So the yeah. Detroit Spinners Library is each week Gary and I select a song that is meaningful to us in some way, or something that Gary's just looked straight up on his iPod, and we put it into our Spotify playlist, and you can listen to that. And I'll put a link into the bio. Lots of Oasis in there, I've noticed though. Yeah, not too many. No, I, I haven't picked too many. But this is um, this appeared in my YouTube, and I clicked on it. And it's like everyone knows the song. Everyone knows has heard this song. But I just think it's an amazing video. They don't do anything in the video other than play in a sort of made studio because it was it was uh, 1967. This came out, but the job that the lead singer and he's guitarist, but he's playing piano in this does it's just amazing because it's quite a difficult song to sing and it just made me feel like oh musicians i've always thought musicians amazing because i can't do it i can't play the guitar i certainly can't play the guitar and sing but for him to do that it's just amazing i'd I'd urge everyone to just check out the video there's nothing special in it but um it's a great song and i've been re-clicking on it and re-clicking on it i'm obsessed with this song now and it's by the loving spoonful and it's called summer in the city and it's basically it's the song that goes hot down summer in the city oh. real pretty but you know yeah. one knows the lyrics really no one would know it's by the loving yeah. spoon most people wouldn't um but we all have heard the song and we all know the opening lines but it's um great song great great job by the uh by the singer songwriter there i that's approved <laughs> by gary um, spoonful the worst band name ever uh pocket fluff but, oh, no, i don't um, know no, good, good choice. Um, I'm going to choose a bit of a, coming out of a bit of a left angle here, actually. I don't know why I've been listening to this band, but I was in, I was a bit sleepy one morning. I just listened to a bit of Metallica. They came <laughs> on the radio and I never, I'm, I'm not like a metalhead and I'm not really a kind of. I'm no, not, you're not. I can no, I'm really that. not. I was like, not metalhead. No, I, I, do you know what? I like most genres, but I met the whole metal thing. I just don't really get on board with. But for some reason, I was just really in the mood for this like aggressive angry song so i'm gonna choose nothing else matters by metallica okay is that all right i won't be checking that out by the way (laughs) (laughs) i think today we had two choices that were quite they deviated a lot from our usual choices so that's probably a good thing yeah they just weren't rip pop essentially yeah um thank you everyone for listening and for um your patience uh we've been off for a while i'm not gonna go to it, but my granddad my step-granddad has been very ill um so i've been spending time with him in london so we haven't been able to record he's not going to get better so there may be delays between shows over the coming weeks if there is apologies but um we will be putting shows out um when whenever we can so i remember so we put on twitter that we uh couldn't um record because i was spending time with an ill family member and we had lots of feedback just not feedback but just well wishes t- towards me uh, and i really appreciate that from everyone who 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 sent that so yes thank you um as i say 
great to put a show out today. There may be there may be some delays again in the coming weeks, but we will we will rest assured. I know no one wants it, but we will be continuing to put shows out. Um, sorry, sorry about that. In the meantime, do get in touch with us on the usual ways. That's Spinners Podcast on Twitter or Spinners Podcast at gmail.com. We're always here for you. We'd love love to hear from you. Love to hear your voices if you want to send us an audio clip. Um, or yeah, interesting. um and on that point i think we should leave it thank you everyone i i um endorse what miles said and we will see you next time 